and we will never settle for less we know that's more that's found in you and we this wonderful morning we ask that you speak to us through your word in the name of jesus we ask that every self be decreased and christ be exalted among us this day may we live here oh god with an expectation being fulfilled by the power of the holy spirit in jesus mighty name we pray amen, amen. resume your seat this morning i want to share with you something i've entitled love the foundation of our faith love the foundation of our faith love the foundation of our faith want to go with me to the book of matthew chapter 5 verse 38 matthew 5 38 matthew 5 38 i'll read all through to verse 43 from the king james version of the bible ye have heard that it had been said an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth but i say unto you that ye resist not ye resist not evil but whatsoever shall smite thee on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if any man will sue thee at the law and take away thy coat, let him have thy cloak also. And whosoever shall compel thee to go a mile, go with him twain. Give to him that asks thee, and from him that would borrow of thee, turn not thou away. Ye have heard that it had been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemies. Amen. Love the foundation of our faith. Love the foundation of our faith. Buildings that last are usually buildings that have a very strong foundation. The efficacy of the foundation determines the weight that the building can carry. 
and the Perez Dome is one of the biggest, if not the biggest buildings in the country. And I strongly believe that it will count as one of the biggest buildings or the biggest structures along the coast of Africa. And this building, Bishop talks about how they supervised and made sure that the foundation was strong. A lot of iron rods and pillars and, and concrete and things went down there. And I remember during one of the pastor's conference, Mama Vivi was talking about how she almost wept when she saw the magnitude of the materials that went down to the foundation so that the, the foundation can be strong enough to carry the weight of the building hallelujah and in makeup artistry there is something called foundation i can see some people having foundations and some small touch-ups on their face this morning it is allowed amen but in makeup artistry there is something called foundation it is either a liquid or a powder that is applied to the face to give it a smooth finish and to seal up the pores and also to prepare the the face for more complex makeup stuff hallelujah and in christianity we need a foundation our christianity is built on a certain foundation and once we don't know or understand the magnificence or understand the significance of the foundation of our faith it is likely that the building that we carry will not last and for many people they are walking in bitterness, anger, strife because they've, they've lost the essence of this foundation that we have to build our Christian faith on. Amen. Are we together? Are you in church this morning? So upon the completion of the building, we see the beauty of the building itself. But most of the time, we don't understand the weight of materials that went down there. And a lot of pain and mischief are bound in the body of Christ because we are building on weak foundations. A lot of people are building on wooden foundations. A lot of people are building on quicksand, on things that are, are not lasting, things that don't have eternal consequence. But we have to build our faith on the foundation of love amen our foundation as christians started with love john 3 16 bible says that for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life or everlasting life it means that our beginning as believers before we even came to become christians or before we even came to have something called faith it was out of a love that a certain individual expressed towards us oh bible says that but god commended his love towards us that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. If you are building on any other foundation as a believer, other than the foundation of love, I want to assure you that your building will not last, your faith will not last. And many people who are not building on the foundation of love are they that are shaken in times of trouble, are the slight emergence of difficulty, they begin to lose their focus because they are not building or they are not standing on the right foundation. Our foundation as believers is dependent on the love that Christ showed unto us. Love is the basis for which we are even admitted into the kingdom of God. Amen. So our salvation or our coming to Christ is based on the foundation that God demonstrated to us. And we must ensure that upon this foundation we build our Christian life. Upon the foundation of love we build our Christian life. On Friday, we learned about Eros. Yeah, Lodacomas was 
based on the Eros kind of love. But this morning, we are talking about the agape love of Christ. Amen. Are we together? So, you see, God is love. Bible says that, beloved, let us love one another, for God is love, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. First John 4, 7 and 8. First John 4, 7 and 8. And because God is love, that potential of loving one another has been embedded in us. The born again spirit carries the capacity to dissipate the love of God. Bible says that for the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts. The love of God by the Holy Ghost has been shed abroad in our hearts. It means that when we become born again, we have the capacity to demonstrate unending love towards one another. So, Mama Priscilla said that if you are not walking in love, then she wonders if you are even born again at all. Because, you see, it is by love that you become born again. And many people believe that we carry the image of God. But many people don't believe that we can demonstrate the love of God to other people. Many people don't believe that we can show people love that they don't deserve. Even you, 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 yeah. Just, no, just, no, just look at yourself. What, what, what guarantees or what should make it possible that somebody should die for a person like me? Hey, people have skeletons in their closet too. Yeah. People have dangerous things that they've covered with the makeup, with the fine dressing, and the hallelujah chorus. These are hidden. People have swept death under the carpets. Yeah. So when we are in church and we are lifting our hands in worship, it is not because we are holy people or because we've gotten everything together. It is because of a certain love somebody has demonstrated to us. It is because of a certain love that God has demonstrated to us. While we were yet sinners, God didn't wait for you to be washed, cleansed before he died for you. He died for you in the state in which you are. So that you can come to Christ even as you are. Amen. So Romans chapter 5 verse 5 says that and this hope is not a disappointing fantasy. Because we can now experience the endless love of God that is cascading into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who lives in us. Is there any spirit-filled believer in this place? So that if you are a spirit-filled believer, then you have to understand that the Holy Spirit dwells in you. And if the Holy Spirit dwells in you, then he's the one that is causing the endless love of God to be cascading in your heart. Amen. Hallelujah. Are we together? So the love that God, through the Holy Spirit, shares in our hearts must find expression in actions towards people. The love of God that has been shed abroad in our hearts must come out for people to see that we are really filled with the love of God. And that is why when God loved the world, God didn't just talk about his love towards the world. When God loved the world, he didn't sit in heaven and bring Sobolo and allow the angels to sing choruses to him. When God loved the world, he demonstrated his love towards man in action. And that is why he sent his son Jesus Christ to come and die for us. And not only that, Jesus Christ also demonstrated his love towards man by accepting to die on the cross. Amen. Are we together? So, Jesus Christ also demonstrated his love towards man by accepting to die on the cross. So, not only did God love the world, Jesus Christ also loved the world. Amen. 
And that is why even as God loved the world, it took Jesus' acceptance to die on the cross for him to come and die for us. God could have loved the world and could have wanted someone to die for us and no one will respond to come. But Jesus Christ also loves us. And even as Jesus Christ was living, he promised to send down the Holy Spirit to come and continue the work of loving man. So God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, all these three people together, known as the Trinity, have demonstrated their love towards man. And one of the things you have to understand that if you are going to be growing as a believer, one of the things or one of the marks that shows that you are growing is not the gray hair on your head. It's not how long you've been in church. It's not how good you are on the keyboard. It's not how good you are in singing praises and worship. It is not how good you are in discipling new believers. It is how much you demonstrate love towards other people. Amen. So let's go to the book of John chapter 13, verse 34. It says that, So I give you now a new commandment. Love ye one another, just as much as I have loved you. For when you demonstrate the same love that I have for you by loving one another, everyone will know that you are my true disciples. Everyone will know that you are my true disciples. So how can we identify somebody who is a true disciple of Jesus? It is not someone who confesses just by their mouth that I am a disciple of Jesus. Many people call the bishop their father and bishop is never their father. Amen. So it is never just about saying or confessing with your mouth that bishop is your father. Bishop has to know you personally and you must carry the marks of the bishop. You must demonstrate the things that bishop does. And that is why bishop says that, as for me and the sons that God has given unto me, we are for signs and wonders. So if you want to identify a true son of the bishop, you must identify somebody who is walking in the path of wonders and signs and miracles. And, and somebody shared a testimony, powerful testimony. I, I was waiting for my momo alerts, but I didn't see the momo alerts. Yeah. Powerful testimony, but no momo alerts came to me. So, this is a true son of the bishop. He's walking in miracles, signs and wonders, enjoying the miraculous provisions of God. Yeah. So, if you want the world to know that we are followers of Jesus Christ, we must work the works of our Father. And the greatest work our Father worked was that he died for the world. He sent his son Jesus to demonstrate his love towards us. But how many of us can sincerely say that we love our brethren? How many of us can sincerely say that we love the fellowship, we love the church, we love the people in church? Nowadays, it is give me, make I give you. So you love me, I love you. And in music, the worldly people who compose nice lyrics and talk about how they love your body. The body, they drive me crazy. The body, they do this. The back tooth and the the headlights and talk about the physical things and the things that attract people. And there has been so much focus on the eros kind of love. And even in the body of Christ, somebody will say that, if you love me, show it, let me see. And the kind of showing that a person wants is for you to spread the legs. Yeah. So even tonight, somebody is planning that he or she is going to demonstrate their love towards their beloved. They want to go and show their beloved that I love you from the bottom of my heart. Yeah. 
So they have planned. They have planned the thing. I'm spoiling every movement today. But God commended His love towards us. So they do they want to commend their love towards somebody? Yeah. So they have planned that this is how we want to show you that we love you. So they bought some small pack of chocolates, and then they will light some candle. And then they will add some juice. And that juice, it's likely that the juice is containing something. So that when you take it, your eye will be doing, who are you, who are you? And then they will give you a call. So today is Valentine. Please come around. Sisters, be careful. And then you go and you sip and you think you are in love. You are in love. You are in love. Hey. You want to demonstrate your love towards your, your brethren by the spreading of the legs. What a shock. For God commended his love towards us. And this love that God commended towards us didn't need us to prove anything for us to be beneficiaries of the love of God. You didn't have to wash yourself of your sins of let go of all your sins before you come to him. When you come, his blood washes you and cleanses you. God didn't need you to demonstrate your love towards him before he loved you. He first loved us. So if you are planning to go and demonstrate your love in such a manner that is not pleasing to God, it is my prayer that you have a change of mind today. Hallelujah. Love is a debt that we owe. We owe the world a debt of love. We owe the brethren in church the debt of love. I owe you the debt of love which I have to pay. You owe the brother sitting next by you the debt of love, the God kind of love. You owe your roommates the God kind of love. And some people are living in the same room with four people and they are not talking to any of the four people. You owe them the depth of love. Whether they deserve it or not. Whether they qualify for it or not. You have to just demonstrate your love towards them. The love of God that has been shed abroad in our hearts must find space for expression through our actions. Must find space for expression through our godly attitudes and godly desires and godly demonstrations of love towards people. And they are in the same church. And they are not even talking to each other. Because one person was allowed to minister a solo. And he or she feels that he's more powerful than the person who did the solo. So because of that, confusion. The guy has been on the keyboard for a very long time, doing wonderful. And then one day a new person comes and he's allowed to play something small. And when he finishes presence, so that was a powerful ministration. And then everybody bow. You bow. You bow. Are you really walking in the agape love of Christ? You see, the love of God is the love that does not hold people by their offenses. The love of God doesn't hold people by their offenses. But he rather holds people by the finished work of Christ Jesus. 
So even when people offend you, you look over the offenses and look at the cross and say that I forgive you. And for many of us, the people that we are expressing anger towards don't, towards don't even know that we've offended them. For many of you, you've hated people who, don't, who are not even aware that they, they've offended you. They are walking about freely. And then you are walking about rolling your eyes. And because you don't want to meet them, you are going to Calc. Instead of you to pass here, you are scared that maybe you meet them on the way. So you go and pass the main road and go and pass corner, 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 Sam Jonah. And go and appear Shatawale before you come to. You see, when you hold people by offenses, you are doing yourself more harm than the people. Because one, you don't find inner peace. Two, you are not comfortable in their presence. Three, you are always looking for excuses to put them down, to hold them by an offense. So even the slightest thing that a person does, you begin to murmur and to complain. So, because you don't like the guy, you don't, you don't like the way the guy is. Because one time you offended you, so when I am preaching, you don't like the message. Whether the message is choking you or not, you don't like it. Because it is me, Richard. When I, when I sip my water cry, you, you find offense. And the way he sips the water cry, it's not nice. The way you hold the microphone, and that, is, that is not a professional way of holding a microphone. His introductions are very bad, off-key. Can't you see? So you are in church, but you are not being blessed. You are in church, but you are not being blessed. If really we are going to be experiencing freedom and liberty in the spirit, we must be people who walk in love towards one another, towards the brethren. Love one another. Even as I have loved you, by so doing, will people know that you are my true disciples? Of course, loving one another doesn't mean that you should be doing it the wrong way. Demonstrating it through the Valentine style. I saw something on somebody's status and I shouted, what a shock. Some picture and then the caption was, this is the chocolate I have for you on Valentine's Day. And, and the picture... And the picture... I'm hiding there. I'm watching everybody's status. Romans chapter 13 verse 8. Don't owe anything to anyone except your outstanding debt to continually love one another. To continually love one another. The Passion Translation. I love this translation because it stresses the fact that love is a continual thing. Love is never ending. As the Bible says, it's a continual thing. You must continue to demonstrate the love of God whether the person is lovable or not. You must continue to show people love whether they deserve it or not. Whether they are nice people or not. Whether they belong to your family or belong to your church or belong to your daily group or not. You must continually demonstrate the love of God towards them. The love of God is a sacrificial love. And it calls on us as disciples of Jesus to be sacrificial in our actions. There are times that you have to starve yourself so that somebody can be full. There are times that you have to starve yourself so that somebody can just enjoy. There are times that you have to deny yourself certain privileges so that another person can also enjoy it. The love of Christ is not the love that is selfish. 
You are always thinking about yourself. You, me, 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 and me. Everything is about you alone. You don't think about other people. You don't consider other people. Jesus Christ was living a comfortable life in heaven. And the angels were singing every day to him. But he decided to abandon all the privileges that he was enjoying in heaven. So that you and I can also be partakers of that glory in heaven. He decided to let go of the privileges that he's enjoying in heaven. All the choruses that they are singing unto him. And all the streets of gold. And became vulnerable unto death. The most powerful man to ever exist. The creator of all things became vulnerable. He was beaten for me and for you. They lashed him. They nailed him to the cross. They spat on him. As I am preaching right now, if saliva should jump out of my mouth and fall on somebody, the person will quickly wipe it and pray in tongues. But this man was spat upon. They blindfolded him. They will slap him. They will hit him. They will ask him to predict whoever did the thing. Just because of love. Just because of me. Me, oh. Me that I'm not correct. Just because of you. And you, your roommate enters the room and didn't greet you because of that. You are angry. Three months, you will not talk to her. If I'm choking you, I'm not sorry. <laughs> and the spots that you used to sit in church. You didn't come to church early and somebody is sitting there. You, you, you verse. You verse. Why? You verse. You are singing and the keyboard is went off key. You bore. You are a celebrity. Celebrity singer in church. Celebrity. <laughs> Amen. Are we together? Do you still love me? Are you sure? There is a lot of bitterness in the body of Christ because we lack the element of forgiveness. There is a lot of anger, pain. People are going through torment that they cannot express because somebody offended them. And the person is not even aware. And they are carrying the weight of the pain about. This morning, you need healing. To release it, let it go. There is a lot of backstabbing in church. In church. I don't know if you have been following the activities of the church. Not, not, <laughs> not campus ministry here. But the body of Christ. There are a lot of things that are happening in the body of Christ because people are not working in agape. People have allowed errors to run their minds. And they become like slaves to errors. And instead of demonstrating the pure love of Christ to people and allowing themselves to become vessels by which God will demonstrate his love towards other people, they have allowed the enemy to dominate them with errors. The sexual kind of love. If you find it very difficult to forgive people, then it means you are not walking in love. Because our faith is built on forgiveness. Our faith as Christians has been built on forgiveness. And as disciples of Jesus Christ, we must continue the faith in forgiveness. We must allow the Lord to heal us of our hurt and our pains. Allow the Holy Spirit to brew in you 
the love of Christ that will cause the pain and anger, the disappointment and all of that to be flushed out of your system. So, we can, so that you can have a peaceful Christian experience. A peaceful Christian experience. See, we have to be forgiving people because we are forgiving people. The reason why we have to forgive others is because God has already forgiven us our sins. It's because we now owe it as a debt. Somebody has demonstrated a thing to you and it's not left for you to pass it on to other people. And this we can do when we let go of offenses. When we let go of the pain and the disappointment. One gentleman came into your life, broke your heart and just walked away. You are holding the pain, the anger, and the bitterness in your heart. And because of that, your attitude towards other people has changed. You're not able to express genuine love to people. Let him go. Open your heart. Release him. Release her. Let her go. You vow to yourself that the first lady you sleep with will be your wife. And then the first lady that the devil caused you to sleep with broke your heart and walked away. And as if that was not enough, she went around telling stories about you. And how you cried, you didn't even do well. And you are bitter. You are angry. You have received Christ's forgiveness. God has forgiven you. You receive forgiveness. But you are still holding on to somebody. Release them. Let them go. Let them go. Let them go. There was a time I didn't know that I was carrying offense in my heart. I, I thought I was forgiving the person. I thought I was okay. Someone passed some comments and said certain things about me. I really felt hurt. I thought I had released the person. But anytime I go in prayer, I don't feel ease in my spirit. So one time I asked God to reveal to me what the issue is. And then as I started to pray, God told me that you are holding this person in your heart. Release them. I released them. I was cool with them. Everything is back to normal. But I have experienced so much peace in my heart. Other than that, I would have been carrying the burden around, carrying the pain around. But now I am walking a free person. I don't have anything against them. If you have indifference about the physical and spiritual needs of other people, it means you are not walking in love. It means the foundation on which you have built your Christian faith is weak. You must care about the spiritual needs of people. And when Jesus Christ saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion towards them. For they were like a flock without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. But for you, when you see people, you are not moved with compassion. When you see people who are living in sin, who people who are on the highway, people who are walking on the highway to hell, you are not moved with compassion. But when you see the cleavage of a woman, you are moved. Something goes through your body. When you see a fair lady, figure eight, you are moved with compassion. When you see ties, your eye do you blue, 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 blue. But none of these things move Jesus. Jesus saw beyond the physical needs of people. He saw into the hearts of men. 
and then he began to teach them many things and to help them to be delivered from mental slavery of the enemy and that is why when Nicodemus went to Jesus Christ by night he went and said good master we know that you are a man sent from God and all the miracles you are doing we know you are a powerful man and all of that and Jesus saw beyond the man's physical state and began to speak unto him so that except a man be born again he cannot enter the kingdom of God this is a man who came to Jesus with praise with accolades and if it were you if it were me, maybe our head would get swollen. And then he was, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm a powerful man, yeah. But Jesus Christ was able to discern that this is a person who needs deliverance, who needs salvation. We must begin to care about the lost. We must pursue the lost at all costs. As we are sitting in church, if you are thinking about how you and your family alone will go to heaven, you are selfish. Because Jesus Christ said, in my father's house are many mansions. In the father's house are many mansions. Many mansions means many souls. We must ensure that we bring multitudes to the kingdom of God. We must care about the spiritual needs of people. We must go about winning souls, talking to people about the love of God and bringing souls to the kingdom. Since you became born again, how many souls did you win? How many? How many? How many souls did you win? How many souls did you win? If you can't count the number of souls that you've won or influenced to become born again, then you are not walking in love. We must care about the physical need of the people. We must care about the physical need of the people. In the opening scripture, Matthew chapter 5, 38 to 42, in verse 42, it says that give to him that asks thee, and from him that will borrow of thee, turn not away. Give to him that asks of you, and he that wants to borrow from you, turn not away from the person. If it is within your capacity, you should be able to demonstrate love towards a person. There is a time for, let me pray for you, and there is a time where you dip your hand into your pocket and release something for somebody. It is not all the time a person comes to you in need. You encourage the person in the Lord. It shall be well, my brother. It shall be well. Things will go on well and all of that. Somebody's prayer answer is five Ghana cities. And that is why the person goes to Castford Field for four hours, five hours, campaign for five Ghana cities. And the person comes to you and you have five Ghana cities. You are telling the person, it shall be well with you. Continue strong in the faith. God will come true for you. At the right time, he makes all things beautiful. Allow yourself to be a vessel by which God will bless other people. Allow yourself. The stew in your food that is getting spoiled, you know. You are not eating Latin. Allow yourself to be a vessel to bless somebody. Banku four balls, five balls. You can't. I know you don't like banku. Wrap the banku up beautifully. Add some steel to the thing. And bless somebody. Bless somebody. A vessel that has allowed itself to be an outlet never lacks inflow. God will supply for you to also supply to other people. And the moment you stop the flow, the stop flows from the other end. 
allow yourself to be a vessel of blessing to people. We can demonstrate the love of God by blessing people's physical needs. You have five shoes, 14 bags of new clothes you've not worn. And you are still buying new clothes. The old ones are there. When I was hungry, you did not feed me. I was in prison, you did not, you did not visit me. I needed clothes, you did not cover me up. You had plenty, plenty. You are bound. One day, I entered a certain sister's room. She had a big wardrobe or hunger. Shoes, different colors. About four rows of different shoes with bags. Plenty. And we're about going to church. She was complaining. I don't have anything to wear. I said, ah, so this one's no, what are they? How? Okay. Let me pack all these ones. You don't have anything to wear, so these ones are nothing. Let me pack all and go and give it to somebody. Come and see. You have a lot to give out to somebody. Be moved with compassion. Be moved with compassion towards people. Be moved. There are certain people when you see the look on their face, no, you don't need a prophet to tell you that this young man is hungry. You don't need the gift of prophecy to predict or to tell that the young man is, is hungry. Yeah. So you meet the person, the person's facial look. Oh, good morning, brother. How are you? The Lord is good. The Lord is good. Jesus Christ has gathered a multitude of about 5,000 people, spoke to them, preached the message to them. And after that, Jesus saw, he discerned that they were hungry. And he said, I give them to eat. He met their physical needs after meeting their spiritual needs. Oh, God is good. So, oh yeah, God is good all the time. The Lord bless you. Christian jargons, powerful ones. Just take the brother. Sell cafeteria. Oh, brother, let's go to Celt. Let's go and let's go and relax more. When you get there, you are not hungry, but intentionally go for one bottle of coke, then you give him one bottle so that you feel comfortable. This is practical ways of demonstrating love. Sit him down, give him a bottle of malt, add pie, add sausage. How much will it cost you? How much? How much? Five Ghana City will not blow the house. It will save a soul. It will save somebody's soul. And because of that one act of kindness, the person will never forget you. The person will continually be grateful to God. And anytime the person goes in prayer, there's a release of grace over your life. Half a bottle of shito. It will not sustain you for the rest of the semester. What are you talking about? I bought one, one bottle of shit or 10 Ghana cities. Few days, few days. Now I have to be measuring the thing. I have to scoop it. When I scoop it, then I pour more. The thing is not sustaining. Help a brother. Tell your neighbor, help a brother. You must intend, see, you must intentionally decide that you are going to help somebody. The blood of Jesus Christ was shed intentionally. The blood of Jesus was not spilled by accident. It was not an accidental thing that the blood of Jesus Christ was spilled. He intentionally shed his blood. 
laid down my life. That was what he said. He said, he lays this down. He intentionally did the thing. Be intentional about showing love to people. Be intentional. Be intentional. After church, intentionally come and give me 10 Ghana cities. Be intentional. These guys, they are doing wonderful. Saturday they will come. Come and prepare the place. Some people come and arrange this place. Do this one. Nice, nice, nice. You are in your house. Sunday you come and sit down and enjoy anointed music. You are not doing anything in the house of God. Come and enjoy the word. Come and enjoy the atmosphere and then you walk away. One Saturday they just prepare some banku and okra soup. Intentionally come here at 10 o'clock. Come and drop it down and just go away. Let the brothers enjoy. Let the sisters to enjoy. The lion and the zebra should be able to go to the riverside and drink water together without anybody becoming dinner to another person. It's coded. It's a coded something. The lion and the zebra. They should be able to go to the riverside, drink water. After drinking the water, the lion passes here, the zebra passes here. Nobody becomes somebody's dinner. So because of, of, of Kelewele, you want to, you want to, hey! You can't give anything for free. Kelewele, two cities. Because of that, you, know, you want to lift clothes and lift skirts. We should be able to drink water together. When you finish, I say, bless your sister. And I walk away, no strings attached. So bless the sisters. If somebody sings powerfully and you like it, after church, go to the, and carry the person. Eh? Put your hand in your pocket and carry the sister. Say, you are doing well. You are doing well. You are doing well. Beloved, let us love, for God is love. Let us love, because God is love. We carry the love of God. Verse 40 of the opening scripture, 40 and 42. If any man will see thee at the law and take away thy coat, let him have thy cloak also. Give to him that access thee, and from him that will borrow of thee, hold not away. The coat refers to the inner wear. And the Bible says that saying that if somebody asks you for the coat, give the person the clock also. The clock is more designed, more expensive. It's like you've worn a, a suit, the white long sleeve or whatever long sleeve, and then the, the outer suit itself is the clock. And the Bible is saying that if somebody asks you for the inner wear, give the person the expensive one as well. And for some of you, you only give people what you don't like anymore. What you don't like, you use their phone now, ah, their phone, the, the thing is not, when you press the button, Christ is not coming. The keypad, everything is faded. The screen is broken. Then I want to show you love. Well, I want to show you love. You must also be able to give people the best that God has given to you. Release the best to other people as well. Let them also enjoy the goodness of God that is flowing through your life. 
we must be able to demonstrate the love towards other people that are bounced in our hearts. God meant that we will be vessels that will dissipate the love of Jesus. He meant that we will be channels that will broadcast the love of God. Like a farmer goes to the field and broadcasts the seed. That is how God meant for us to be able to broadcast his love towards other people. But beloved, you can't do this unless there is the dwelling of the Holy Spirit in your heart. For it is God who worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. You will not be able to demonstrate the love of God, the endless love of God to other people by your own strength. It has to be by the working of the Holy Spirit in our hearts. And the Holy Spirit only dwells in our heart when we become born again. The journey of love, the journey of agape begins at the point of love that God demonstrated to us. You are here, you don't really know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You are here, you struggle to demonstrate the love of God towards other people. You are here, you've not really considered or given thought to living a new life in Christ Jesus. This morning, there is an opportunity for you to give your life to Jesus. This morning, there is an opportunity for you to begin your journey in love. In the God kind of love. This morning, I want to help you. I want to lead you to the fountain of love. So that the love of Christ will be shed abroad in your heart also. And then you can also demonstrate your love towards other people. With all eyes closed. And all heads bowed. If you are such a person... You don't really have the foundation of love. Your love is built on things that have no eternal consequence. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Jesus Christ intended that we will have eternal life by his love. The love of Christ is calling you today. You want to pray this prayer with me if you are such a person or if you are already born again but you struggle to demonstrate the love of God to other people you want to pray this prayer with me you want to say heavenly father I thank you that by the love of Jesus Christ I became born again heavenly father I ask this morning that you will help me to demonstrate the love of Christ. Help me, O Spirit of God, to be a vessel that would shed abroad the love of Christ to the multitudes. Help my weakness, O God, and use me for your glory. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. If you pray that prayer, I want to assure you that God is going to help you but we want to also speak with you very briefly after service. One, Sister Jessica, give us a wave at the back. Yeah, you can turn and see that beautiful sister at the back. Please rise, rise. Let's see you. You see that beautiful sister? You want to quickly just walk to her and just whisper into her ears that you pray that prayer. And then we also help you to walk in love and we'll keep you in prayer our prayer factory is always 
producing prayers 24 7 they are producing prayers on our behalf if you need any special kind of prayer you can see the manager of prayer factory give us a wave and then he'll ensure to put you in prayers thank you